You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Hey. Oh, yeah, we got a little ice cube playing. We are definitely on the West Coast. And, uh, oh, super- yeah. Is that the best coast? Yeah, the best coast. Oh, yeah. Let us know when you're ready, Andrew. We are ready to go. Okay. We're about super to bad. Kick it, kick it right now. We're kicking it. Super Bad Inc. presents Coffee Pot. Another episode. Let's get it, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. How's everybody doing? Enjoy the holiday? Great, great. We just chilling. Uh, had a good time. A lot of barbecue uh, action going down. Uh, barbecues is decent, but uh, yeah, we had a lot of barbecue going uh, the whole the whole nine. Everything was great. And uh, I think the nation was all a lot of barbecues this weekend. That's for sure. Hanging out, partying. But Not- the problem is you can't really have a barbecue right now because you got the virus going on. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be safe to be, uh, you know, so, out so, there out there doing too much with barbecue. Well, I mean, I'm queuing and then I bring it in for the family grubby. Okay. You know what that, I'm saying? That, so that makes, that definitely Let's say makes you're sense. having a couple people congregating, hanging out, you know, whatever, a little bit of a distancing, but... A lot of people were hanging out Fourth of July. Didn't even give a fucking shit. You know what I mean? Was you smoking? <laughs> people, on, was you smoking on that super bag? Oh uh, yeah, I had of course. Okay, okay. I had a little of the glue. Yeah, yeah. Gave yeah. you some of the glue. Okay, little, okay. Little Makes glue. sense. You know the GG family is all good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. you, what about you, Rico? I actually, you know, just chilled out, relaxed with the family. It was um, where were we at? We had a, a house in the hills. Um, my sister-in-law's father-in-law, Saul. I think I introduced you to Saul. He's a real estate uh, developer, and he has a, a couple of homes up there. And um, they actually quarantined for us for a couple of weeks so they could see the new baby. So we uh, were up there with the new baby. Uh, today's my birthday. Happy and birthday. Uh, appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate. And, nice. Uh, happy birthday. Much love. Much love and man, appreciation. It's a good man right here, y'all. And, uh... No, nah, it, was, it, was, it was cool because we haven't really seen a lot of that family. The baby's only seen, oh shit, you. Right, right. <laughs> the right. baby, the baby's <laughs> only seen uh, prior to that like seven people. So, right. so I, this this always happens, and this happened with my girl. I don't know, Carlos or not, whatever you know, friends, family. It's very mixed when you see the wife's family for when they first see it, mm-hmm. the baby, and then your family yes. because all of a sudden what instantly comes in is. Who they look like? Oh, it's, always. Oh, it's always they controversy. Look, yes. They look like, and then someone's upset. Like, why do you think you blah blah blah? Yeah. And I just shut my fucking mouth when that shit was all going down and stuff. Because what happens is, is it's a, it's like I, I, I heard about this pretty fucking. Crazy. The reason why the child looks like the dad in the very beginning, first couple months, this and that, whatever, has that resemblance is because it goes back to the caveman period. That oh, when the kid right. popped out, the caveman knew, oh, that looks like me. You know what I mean? You knew that was your kid. But then if, it, let's say, it was a girl or whatever, a lot of times changes more mm-hmm. and then becomes like the mother. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. But gotcha. in the very beginning, mm-hmm. in the very beginning, I think a lot of it is like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a family war. No, it is. What it do you is. think, Rigo? Was it? Did you have that semi controversy going down? Oh hell yeah! Um, <laughs> because, well, first off, uh, those 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 four D 
ultrasounds, they ain't shit, man. They're, they're, they're terrible. That baby look exactly like me in, in the womb. <laughs> it, it, it's, like it's, it's like they did a deep fake of my, <laughs> of my yeah. face on a little baby in there. This was, was total bullshit. The baby came out looking just like Jasmine. And, um, and then after about a month, it started to look like me. And I think like now uh, she has like Jasmine's eyes. She has like my mouth. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah. somewhere in between. But her yeah. friends all say that she looks like her. Uh, all my friends say the other. Uh, uh, they say the opposite. Yeah, but, yeah. But I did win. I made her laugh first. I made okay. I made the baby laugh okay. first because parenting is a competition. Yeah. The, the, despite what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So I gotta make the baby. Uh -oh. I gotta make sure the baby uh, says mom. <laughs> or says mama first. You know, because I, I gotta give that one. I think she yeah. looks like both of you guys. I think she's a perfect yeah. mix. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's a very uh, diplomatic thing for you to yeah. say. <laughs> hey, I try to be yeah. right all the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. That's some funny shit. Um, yeah, man. What we got, man? We 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 gonna light up, man? Oh man, let's light something up. Light some up, something inferior. One of my boys though got into like a little bit of a firework. Not him, but his girl was a victim of uh, firework sloppiness. Ooh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Are they okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, she got her, her leg kind of mangled because these kids were messing with fireworks. And they were like, don't don't mess with the fireworks, blah, blah. Don't stack them, do things like that. And they're like, okay. And like a couple hours later, sneak out, try to do it again. Put the thing on a rock. Felt like kind of falls over after they lit it. And then as it fell, it pointed straight at all the kids playing oh, wow. and everything else. And the thing started launching off. Oh, Motherfuckers shit. running everywhere, uh, and my boy's girl gets tagged by one of them, like blows up or whatever, right in her fucking leg. Right, and, and, then, and then got like these wild degree burns and shit, and it's oh, all shit. fucked so up. Is she from gonna it. be, she gonna be okay. She'll be all right, yeah, okay. but it was That's still cool. savagery. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, People like just too excited about being locked up and like just fucking trying to get all these wild giant packs of fireworks, and then aren't being precautious about it. You got at least like. Be precautious about it, you That's know. True. The people That's that are true. running around, like trying to light shit off by the hand and this and doing all this crazy shit, right. not like making sure there's a little bit of a thing because your fucking house is going on fire. You know what I mean? You got to take consideration when you light yeah. that shit off, I was blowing up and this and that. But I must say, even though it was absolutely ridiculous, was my boy was like, "We got to see what this whole thing is with Trump." And the 4th of July Mount Rushmore thing, because they were talking about how they wanted to like, change. Uh, so I watched the we watched the fireworks from that just to see what it was like. And they definitely threw down the coin. It was like some of the most ridiculous shit bouncing off fire and this and that. I was like, damn, they fucking spent crazy money just to do that shit. Uh, yeah, the, the whole... Um, but I heard there was a lot of controversy. There were a lot of Indians protesting at there that were from the tribe of that area and all kinds of stuff going down. I mean... That they weren't showing. At, at, at this point, like, you just got to know Trump's game. And, and, and that's, that's, what, that's what these liberals, like, get wrong every single damn time. You're playing into his trap. Everything he does, he is the, he is the troll king. And everything he does, he does to get a rise out of you. And if you show that emotion, he wins. That's it. The troll king. He, I love it. He's the troll king. And I never heard of it like that. 
he just does shit to piss people off, like uh, on purpose. What do you think about what I heard about Kanye, like semi-tweeting <laughs> that he might run for president last minute or something crazy? Yeah. But he, I think it's, but a, he jo- never it's even... a joke, right? He's not going to do it, right? It was like a bullshit. I mean, thing. I think he may try, right. but, you know. How but... many people have to sign up for you to become, to be an independent person? They said he has to have enough signatures like how many do you need i'm curious we should google that shit that, that'd be how many Rick, how you, many won't you google that how many na- the... signatures does one need every state to run for president i know right? every state is different oh is it really yeah, yeah every yeah every state is different but he's already missed out on five five deadlines and, and one of them uh, being very important i believe new york oh, so, new somehow sure, he'll sure. be able to run somehow he will be able to run mm-hmm I so think it's that's as much wild. as I'll say about it. I think that's wild, yeah. though. Yeah, he, I mean, he he will be able to, but at the same time, it's, it's why like uh, why this late in the game, and all you're doing is splitting votes at this point. You're, you're, uh, ask yeah. ask yeah. yourself that exactly. question. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, because yeah. He, because he's Donald Trump's homeboy, <laughs> and, and you're, you're you're splitting votes. Like if if but you, how is it a homeboy? That means he'd be losing votes. Um, no, he be taking no. away votes from Trumpy. No, he be no, taking votes away from no. Biden. Yeah, let, let, let's uh, not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you got to do is everybody listen to the show. All you got to do is use your head on that whole situation that he just said. We'll leave it at that. Really? Let's go to the next topic. All right, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos may or may not have <laughs> a horse in that race. <laughs> I love it. He has to recuse himself from that conversation. I love it. That's some wild shit right there. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, what's the, what's the ne- next Today's topic, topic, let's talk about, uh, you know, the business of, of the cannabis. Oh, shit. We never really get into that. 10,000. That's all you need is 10,000 oh, yeah. signatures. Okay. That's not a lot. Okay. Come on, Come on man. That, that would the kind of, he has that many fans in every state. Right. Yes. He has that, that this is one tweet. Free tickets. So, I'm going to so, perform a concert in every state. Dude, Carlos, hey, we should sign, we should, sign out as they come into the fucking concert hall. No, no, seriously, we should run for president. Like, all three of us. It'll be something new. Like, like no, fuck your vice president. We got vice, vice president. We all vice presidents. Let's make it happen. This is the triumvirate. <laughs> you definitely got the coffee pot going down. Yeah, Hell yeah. We do. Coffee pot for president. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to put that on... Uh, Stickers and everything. Coffee yes. pot for president. Yes. Um, today, let's go over. Let's go over. Uh, you know, the cannabis industry. We talk about it a lot, but we uh-huh. don't really get into um, the money aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, why is cannabis so important? Um, where years ago it wasn't that important, but today it's very important. Uh, let's talk about. You know, why are why Rico's in the business? Mm-hmm. Um, why did I create a brand? Mm-hmm. Why is Andrew a pioneer that's been around for years OG. in cannabis? OG. Let's get into some of those hard questions and ask well, each other. Well, why don't why don't you start off with why you started super bad? I know J- J- Jada Kiss. He's the human embodiment of Jada Kiss and uh, Anthony Hamilton over here, asking everybody why. Why? Okay. <laughs> well, the reason why because I wanted to, uh, for one, uh, the medical aspect of the the whole business. Uh, was important to myself because you don't puff. And uh, let's let's break it team, down. Our team. You, you do not puff. You're not not a puffer. No, not not in public. But you have a love of the herb. Yes. In no many, one. No one has reason. seen me. No one has seen me do it in public. 
Sure. So no one can give opinion on if I do or if I don't. Sure, sure, sure. Um, He's like Donald Trump with a with a face mask on. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but the but the reason was you know, Rico enjoys it the has herb. Oh yeah, definitely. But it has great uh, medical benefits. Absolutely. And uh, of course, you know, along the line, there is recreation, which uh, that's more of you know the money side of it. But um, I do it for for the people. Uh, I love the medicine of it because. Uh, my whole thing is uh, trisomy 12. That's one of the foundations that will be built because we need to. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot, we talk about autism a lot, but you, oh, yeah. there's only uh, along those lines is trisomy. You got mm-hmm. trisomy 12. You got tri- trisomy 21. You got trisomy 17. What is that? Um, what is trisomy? Those are chromosomes uh, in 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 the body as far as you know different aspects of. Um, What's needed, not having enough oxygen when you were born. Okay. So a lot of these kids end up sick. And that's yeah. one of the things I want to, um, you know, put my my whole drive behind. Okay. Superbad as a, as a whole team, the foundation, I, I, that's something that we want to do. We want to be able to help out. Now there's herb. There's pre-rolls. Will there be edibles? No. So okay. Because when you think of, the reason why is because when you think of Superbad, you don't think of an edible. Edible is something, you know, it's, it's a different aspect. When you think of super bad, you think of something that's bad. So I don't think when you're eating something, it needs to have an edible behind it. That's my opinion. I'm pretty sure one day we may try it, but right now it's, it's not. I'm thinking right. when I think bad, I think super bad. So when you say bad, you mean bad meaning bad or bad meaning good? Bad meaning good. Oh, because good. because if it if it is super bad if good. it is if it's super bad good <laughs> they want a super bad it'll be super bad good you know what I mean so you gotta think about that too though. yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I mean you know yeah. it, it's um you know mm-hmm. it, it's not but it me. is co- it is costly to expand on the on the platform you know what I'm saying so right but but first but oils though right little oh car- definitely car- definitely concentrates uh, the concentrates oh, are, dabby dabby the concentrates are called batter we well, have well, diamond the mm-hmm. combo the shatter the batter yeah batter B A D D E are you gonna have are you gonna have some diamonds you can call them the baddest yeah we got a whole lot the diamonds is called the baddest so we have all aspects of that I like the diamonds I like that you know but they don't you know it was kind of like super crazy where every diamond 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 now everywhere and then all of a sudden it went whoop just like well, we'll disappear, bring it back. disappeared real weird. We'll, we'll right? bring it back. Yeah. Is, is and then come be, back. Is you know? it because of the process? I think it's probably a lot of people had a lot of trouble getting the THCA because it became so, and getting it in that diamond D kind of crystallized right. form and stuff became real expensive. Right. You know what right. I mean? And oil that's good shatter or something worthy of dumping that in costs a lot of money too. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about elite market right there top end connoisseur type stuff you know yeah so next so. week i bring i bring some uh some concentrate so you guys can you know look at it and check it out and i mean you know we got the whole in the a whole dispensary thing. by the mm-hmm. time you pay tax and this and that and you add something that's a diamond added fucking thing with whatever you're gonna spend at least 100 bucks for a grand probably right. tax and everything else you right. know what i mean um, That's some pricey shit. How, how, how are they going to fix you, that? They, ha- got, they have to fix that but, shit. But, like, but like along those lines, everybody's uh, done. Speaking like, on that, years. Andrew, yeah, Super, man. Superbad is is a top shelf brand. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole thing. It is a top shelf brand. What is it? I mean, being a marketing guru and everything, uh, or, or like a like a branding guru, what makes uh, a top shelf brand a top shelf brand? Quality. Okay. Uh, packaging. Mm-hmm. Story, the story is everything. 
you know, the story being behind uh, what you're doing and, and who you're targeting. Um, and when we say top shelf, it's no, it's no different than, you know, having the best tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still, you still want everybody to have it, but you want it, you, you have it, but you have it with class. Mm-hmm. So that's the only difference. Uh, we're not a luxury brand. We're a top shelf brand. And yeah. explain what the difference is between luxury and top shelf. Well, a luxury brand because, is something, so, a luxury brand is something that you have only in your like you know vacation. I got uh, you. Different different aspects. You. No, I we're top you. shelf. Top shelf is an everyday top thing. Top shelf is an everyday yes. thing, but the higher quality yes. type of life. Yes. I'm top shelf. Okay. Top shelf. Dude. Everybody in Superbad is top I, shelf. I got you. I got you. I got you. So, top shelf do. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All yeah. right. So next, let's 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 uh, let's talk about you, okay. Rico. You have been you have been pushing the needle on changing cannabis. Yeah. Since it became legal. Yeah. Let's talk about why. Why do I want to change it? And and. Yeah, why do you want to change it? And you having uh, a tech background, uh-huh. along with being an educated speaker and an educated person. Yeah. Why? Because it saved my life. Three times I got a TED Talk about it. Yes. Um, no, but seriously, it, it did. Um, in college, I always say I was a bigot, right? Uh, because racism comes from a place of power. Uh, shout out to Michelle Alexander. But... Um, uh, no, but seriously, I, I was raised up not to like white people, not to like brown people, not to like anybody that didn't look like us, uh, homophobic, you name it, everything. And it wasn't until I got to college, started smoking weed in my spare time. Like, who are the other stoners? Uh, the ones that look like everybody. Right, right. <laughs> There's no like, okay, it's just some uh, some white kid with dreadlocks and, you right. know, like a poncho. Like, nah, like Asian kids do, the gay kids do, white kids, like, like right. everybody smokes weed. So it broke down social barriers. The second time, um, when I was addicted to pills off of football, uh, from college right, football, right. Um, I ended up selling weed to survive. We're, we're D1 brothers. Yes, we're we D1 are. Brothers. Yes, we are. Yes, yes. I, 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 yeah, I sold to survive. And then the third time is uh, when uh, I actually broke my addiction with it. So I was able to break my addiction with it. Before that, I thought medical cannabis was a bunch of bullshit. I thought it was just like a, a an excuse mm-hmm. for everybody just you know get it oh I can sell I can sell weed now medically. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like one of those dudes and when I found that it, it helped me break that shit man like sure. I didn't know anything about the science. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean you're talking about in Cali it's going went on for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Long ass time. And and as our group we have mm-hmm. three guys here. This is our group. This is our core group. And we only have one stoner, and that's Andrew, a true fucking stoner. Are you talking about like um, um, um like a uh, a legendary? Yes. Uh, the, 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 yes. The, the deity that he is. Yes. Um, yes. Like like you. I'm like, been, I'm like the Greek Jew Yoda. Yeah. No, like like of weed. <laughs> I would have never got to where I was if it wasn't for some of the uh, the foundation that you laid. Sure. Like, like, like years, years, years ago. Thanks, man. And, and, and no, like, and that's that's the reality. It's, that's, it's, it's the domino effect. It's, it's the, or the butterfly effect. You know, like, like one thing like causes a ripple. Sure. Um, like you breaking down those barriers earlier 
somehow that translated into me finding an actual strain that helped me kick addiction. Because the shit that I was selling, the shit that I was smoking in Chicago, sure, like that was like brick. It was straight uh, brick. Yeah, and this is the thing. Like, like for real. Like, it was because before, y'all are spoiled. Before 9-11. We were smoking grass. Before yeah. 9-11 and all that shit went down and things were much easier to ship mm-hmm. from different, you know, Mexico to the U.S. or Canada to the U.S. Right. All changed when all that security and homeland security and all those things changed. TSA. But, but back then, from that point... Prior to that, for almost 40, 50 years or more, Mexico lived on just fucking weed that they grew, that had seeds in it. They didn't give a fuck. They would crush them with car crushers. Wow. And then they'd have a big stick that they would put in, and they would know how high the bricks would be. And then they would spray it with ammonia and literally cut them into bricks, and that's how... Yeah. That brick weed. That brown was shit. Always out. Yeah, and yeah. then they would just put them on cat, the cat, uh, C-A-T, bulldozers and all that type yeah, of shit. the caterpillar, yeah. And they would just fill where they'd lay them on top, you know what I mean? They'd drive them on top, but they'd fill the underboards with all the fucking brick weed. And that was one of the ways that they fucking used wow. to do it. Like they, but you can't get away with none of that shit because 9-11, they're scanning this, right, that, whatever. Right. There's all kinds of shit. And that's what changed because most of America did not smoke chronic. Yeah, right. In the 70s. Right. In the 80s. You know, it was starting to get chronic y. 90s was forming more and more. And then the time it got to late 90s, early 2000s, then Oaksterdam, this, all these things started blowing up. Right. Cali, all these like strains, this, collective, right. this, things so much in open, learning about something. That's whole when, new that's world. That's the whole. Blew up to everything we have now today. That's you what's know? up. It's a whole, and so we, we would get in waves, though. So here's the thing. We would have some dope-ass Bubba Kush like one, one fucking week, and then two weeks later, we back to the dirt. <laughs> and, and the thing was, in, in Chicago, there was no markets. We made the market. Right. And we had to make that zip stretch. So we would always do like, straight dub sacks all day long, like breaking into dub sacks, like, oh, you want an eighth? 90 bucks. Get that money. Yeah. I gotta make that shit back up. Now <laughs> let, let's let's talk about the business of cannabis yes. in the sense that right now at yes. this moment, because of COVID, because of everybody's staying home, because everybody's don't even really want to go into the fucking dispensaries. Plus, right, a lot of people growing the weed in the dispensaries and shit like that. They don't really coming in and working as hard or doing shit because they don't want to catch nothing. Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. So black market has surged to skyrocketing levels where homies are now getting thirty-five to 4000 a pee for that good is, fucking weed. That is true. And it's right. now getting back to the prices that it was a fucking decade ago. That is yeah, true. shit is crazy. I, 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 saw a men, I saw a menu. Yeah, I, I saw a menu, like, was it like a month, a month and a half ago? Because yeah, I had some friends in from out of town, and, uh, and they needed some shit. And I was like, is this... 06? Yeah. <laughs> are, are we back in 07? It, it, it's a like, drought, though. Like, it's, that's not why. Just, it's not just a drought. It's a bad drought, though. It's, it's not just the a drought. The supply chain is wanna, broken. People don't want to yeah. pay the taxes and this yeah. Yeah. and all this extra mm-hmm. bullshit. Yep. They'd rather just pay somebody 200 250 a fucking ounce, and what's that? 4000 a pound. You know what I'm saying? Prices, boop, back up. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? 
And everybody I know, like old school motherfuckers, are all just coming out of nowhere and shit, ripping out, doing the hydro, doing the shit they did like 10, 15 years ago, <laughs> cracking all that shit back out again. I think it's great. Because in a lot of states, you're allowed six plants legal. And if I had a fucking three gallon bucket in the five gallon bucket right. with the hydroton, a little hydro fucking beast in itself, you know, one or two plants underneath every thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 3,000 watts, six plants legal, two under each one, or even if right. you really want to get ballsy, a thousand under each one because you're allowed six. <laughs> These are fuck crazy like that. You're going to get pounds of weed off of fucking one plant. You know what I mean? I'm talking right. about right. chronic, chronic, right. you know? Right. So why not do that legally, grow it, legally sell half of it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, as a patient to other homies or whatever you need to do to cover your costs. And boom, and it's recreational. You actually can just sell it if you're over 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that's it. You're good. Right. Yeah, it's, it shit done changed, man. Shit has really changed. And uh, just to think, like when I was young in Virginia, uh, there was really not that much different than smoking like weed from VA than smoking some cigarettes. That shit was that bad. <laughs> right. And then in Chicago, I got my little taste like, oh, this is different. Like, right, right. But it was only some of the time. And then out here, like, I don't think I've ever smoked bad weed in California. I don't think I've ever. There's, there's, there's lower grade stuff. Right. But it's not really lower grade until you, like, know what the, the if you know what the rest of the country's smoking. That is true. Because that shit is garbage. This is home but, This is like, home but, cannabis. Like, bottom more, shelf shit here than, is still yeah. better than the best But more than half of the country, three quarters of the country, mm-hmm. is already medical, right? If not recreational, and everybody still that, comes to Cali to get it. Well, yeah, because there's all this other things, the trains, yeah. blah blah. But mm-hmm. I think that way more of the populace of America know a lot more about good, good bud. Because let's be realistic, even all these dispensaries and everything opening up, they might not have the best of the best weed but they don't have the worst right that's that the true. difference right that is true because it's regulated yeah and this making sure there's no mildew making right. sure there's no bacteria made at least the, at least the, yeah the cleanest it makes mm-hmm. it safe yeah weed yes you will ever smoke yes shit when we buy mexican weed and talking about brick weed they, they spray the, the they spray it, it with yeah. ammonia right oh right. shit you didn't know what the fuck they yeah. like but <laughs> right. you know? i forgot where we are we're, we're uh, right in uh cush's neighborhood too oh cushman yeah, yeah of course yeah. absolutely yeah we're right in his hood too he told yeah. me to hit him up i gotta get him on here um yeah because i was on his i was on his pod He's um he has been he's, on he's still, little, he's still a little COVID crazy though. Right, right. Even we, though he's down the street. You gotta get some people like that. You gotta mix it up. <laughs> yeah. You gotta mix it up. It's good to dialogue with the other side, you know, because you get to understand where people are coming from and why they think that. You can break down you can break down yep. that shit. It's, it's not our job to break down that shit, right. but it breaks down in them. It, even if you don't have those conversations. That's I didn't true. have those conversations yeah. with some of the folks that I grew up with in Virginia. Like 10, 20 years later. They're like, man, I've been watching you. I understand this. I actually looked into that, and and and, that, and that's dope. Like because I never, they never dropped no n bombs around me or nothing like that. Like right, those people right. get canceled, but the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there was some there's some white dudes that were just there. Right, right. You know, they were rednecks, whatever. You know, I got a lot of redneck friends from back home, right. and um, I didn't really develop relationships with them until later, and they saw me on Facebook. Right. 
I would have never talked to these motherfuckers ever, <laughs> ever again. And, and and then we saw each other at my 10, maybe 15-year reunion. Right, right. And uh, when I brought Jasmine. Matter of fact, anybody who's been to a high school reunion, that I won, right? Like, we, we went back to that shit and we won. We, I was like, yeah. They're like, well, yeah, what happened to Rico? What happened to Rico? Like, yeah, NFL thing didn't work out. Like, yeah, I brought the baddest bitch on earth back <laughs> with me. And I tried it. And I was in finance at the time, so I was like, I was I was laced, right? And the worst part is I go there, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to rent a Lambo. I'm going to roll up in that bitch. Oh, shit. But the, the best car they had was a, a Camaro SS. And, 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 <laughs> oh, no. Was that good oh, enough? No. Yo, it was good there, enough, there though. You, there you go. I, I pulled so, up there. there. Damn. Right. You're getting it. Right. <laughs> I exactly. Like, I could not drive that in, in <laughs> <Yeah>. Chicago. <laughs> but, but let's be realistic. Chicago, Illinois, mm -hmm. in the past few years, right, has blown up to a mecca of quality weed yes. and quality weed hangout. Yes. Hangout places. Yes. Where people are allowed to congregate and smoke weed in the club or this or whatever. And that atmosphere makes a huge difference in Chicago. So big a difference because it's agree. a drinking city. I agree. I agree. I lived there 12 years. And, and, and do, and yeah. Is it, do some of them allow alcohol with the weed in it? Or no? I no, don't that, think so. No, that's separate. Yeah. But regardless, you have that feel, you know, that that city, Chicago, you know what I mean, has. Right. The, I, lo I love that. It's, it's my favorite city. I, I lived uh, there 12 years. The clubs in itself that you can hang out and just smoke weed probably have what I felt when I went a couple to a couple of them had that super cool oh come sit down chill right come on hang out with we'll some music on this whatever it is like that kind of cool vibe you know what I mean right. that's, that's important right. too um Chicago man it doesn't matter what your budget is doesn't matter what your taste is in music and food doesn't matter like you will have a great time, like period. You can be broke as fuck and have a great time in Chicago, um, as long as it's not the winter. By right. the way, like right. we had like like six and a half months. Shout, shout, shout out yeah. to shout out to Geno's East and West, right? Yeah, Geno's. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Fuck Geno's. Shout out to her chicken. We love you, Geno's. We love you. That's it. Now we don't get no free pies when we go there. What the fuck's going on? I can get free pies. No, Luminati's. I love Harold's chicken. That's my spot. But which one though? The every hair, every Harold is different. The one my boy owns, Jack. He if owns someone was going to go then, the in your side. opinion, for right. the, the ultimate deep dish experience, yes. and let's just also, for those that are novices yes. to deep the dish. deep dish that they need to know, is that plan on when you get there and you order a deep dish, you're going to wait at least 45 minutes. Yes. Because you, you have to wait for it to be done and made properly and get a fucking pimping, unbelievable, disgusting experience. But when you get it, it is unbelievable and well worth the wait. I, I agree. They're known for that deep dish. Yeah. It, it is, so if you, if you live in Chicago, there's, there's only two real deep dishes, and that's Lou Malnati's or Giordano's. Okay. Right? It depends on if you're more into the crust or you're more into the sauce. Oh, interesting. See, now I'm that... A, I like, I like, I'm more into the crust. You're into the crust? Yeah. So you want the butter crust that comes with... Lou Malnati's. Okay. But if you're really into the sauce, okay. you got to go with Giordano's. Giordano's has a better sauce. Now. Um, and if, you, if you're really into it, Pequod's. Pequod's is a, is, is, okay. a dark, is a dark horse. Okay. Now, I've had ones when I go to these places. 
short rib this, all these crazy type of combination, mm -hmm. creative, you know, deep dish combos. Mm -hmm. What is Rico, one of your unique all-time favorites that you rolled in and had as Ooh. far as combinations in the actual deep dish? Um, you got you to gotta go with the Supreme, man, uh, or, or the works is what they call it. Um, the thing is just so thick, and I didn't know how many... So each slice is like 1,600 calories. I didn't even notice. What? Didn't, yeah, like no joke. What? Like no joke. What? Yes. That's just, that's just like that no, fucking uh, thing. Okay, wow. It's like straight up dough. <laughs> like yeah, half of yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. 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 That, but that what's shit. in a works? Let's, what kind of is meats, this, all that? Yeah, what's you get all, like? all, all the meats. You get um, uh, a sausage. Um, I think it's ground beef. And you also get the pepperoni. Meatball? Um, um you can get meatball on top of it too. Damn, I, I'm not but big on the meatball over, on sure. it. Okay, but that'd be good though. What know. else? I might be high right now. Um, <laughs> so you get green red pepper, um, bell pepper too, uh, yellow if, if if you ask them right. for it. Um, onion, uh, olives, mushroom, and um, tomatoes too. So sliced wow. tomato. That's, that's a Chicago wow. thing. Sliced tomato all I, over your pizza. I love the sliced okay. tomato. Okay, yeah. that's good. I think that that shit's great. How, right. how about how about steak in Chicago? What's your favorite steak place? So I don't I don't necessarily I went straight for the pizza stuff. I was kind of like a pizza hog. I couldn't okay. help myself, you know, like mm -hmm. maybe a little steak. seafood action or something like that I went for, but I didn't really the meats I can have everywhere. That's true. Uh, but I guess I'm just too. Well, I, I love Gibson yeah. Steakhouse. What's Gibson's true? is the best. Yeah. Gibson's, Gibson's yeah. is the absolute best. Yeah, I love that place. And shout out to Reggie. Hey, Reggie, I would have been homeless on the streets selling whatever if it wasn't for you. Gave me that first job as a bouncer at Goose Island. Love you, brother. And um, he introduced us to Gibson's because he used to work at Gibson's. He's the manager at Goose Island. So, Goose Island, Wrigleyville, that's where I used to bounce. Okay. Um, and that's why I started selling dope. <laughs> okay, okay. But um, he was the manager there. And, and Reggie's a brother from the streets, like half black and uh, Puerto Rican. Okay. And uh, so he's from uh, uh, Humboldt Park, so West Side. And he taught me so much, man. Like he took me just like under my wing, under his wing. He's like, yeah, you used to play for Northwestern? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just got hurt, ruptured my Achilles. Right, right. And, I didn't have shit else, man. Like, like for real. He brought me under, and he introduced me to Gibson's because he used to bring us over there like once a month, and they would treat us for everything. So we went in there, and it's like me coming off the streets, literally. Right, right. <laughs> and I get to enjoy a, a great atmosphere, and we got to like kick it with the uh, the, the people who worked there. And um, Gibson's is fantastic, yeah. man. You get the I bone love, in, I the bone in ribeye. Mm. Wow. Mm. Now, mm. is there a place in Cali? SoCal, comparable to get somewhat of a Chicago deep dish feel. Is there any transients that you know come up and opens up a little mom pop or something? Aside from uh, which I don't compare it, but Fresh Brothers definitely has like for the. You never had Fresh well, Brothers? No. Deep dish pizza? I never had it. Yeah, it's a small chain of uh, pizza places in Cali or like fucking. Yeah, not like Fresh Bros. Fresh Brothers. Brothers. Okay. 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 I mean, me personally, I I would say, you just go straight to Barry's Pizza to yeah. to, to to match up to yeah. their deep dish. Where's Barry's? Was that Hollywood or it's on Third? 
Oh, it's a downtown, downtown. No, no, right. downtown Beverly, LA. Beverly Hills, basically. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, third, third Street between La Cienica and Third. Oh, okay. You got one oh, there. I got, I got my homies. They, they about to call right. in too. So have them have them call pizza. on the call in line though. So they had a lobster pizza. So then Andrew. we have the already on it. All right, cool. Ooh, so what do you lobster. think of that lobster pizza? Lobster yes. pizza. I've no. never had the lobster yeah. pizza. That, I've never had it. It's fucking banging. It's incredible. Cause it's like shrimp diablo, yeah, almost so, like so, you know, so but definitely, the lobster. Uh, berries. Can you make sure soon that you bring some pizza up here so uh, we can make that would, sure that, that we would get be some crazy. lobster pizza so the whole crew can taste some. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! That just sounds wild. Uh, uh, yeah. What kind of sauce do you have? Do you have like a regular marinara sauce? I sauce would think it'd be like a diablo. They, they, they have a lobster sauce. It, it comes on there and it's Ooh. incredible. Ooh. Incredible. White or red sauce. It's red. It's okay, incredible. Red. And they oh. got the white. You gotta go with red. You gotta go with red. Um I've hey. never been I've never been a fan of the white pizzas. Have them have them dial in this so we could have your boy here. Yeah, they're, they're dialing in right now. What's good, brothers? What's happening? Make sure you dial in to the uh 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 call in line. Yeah, the call in line. So you have the 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 extra supreme sexual sound. Coming in, you know, like flavor. Yeah. And Craig yeah. Mack kicking in your ear. Oh, yeah. So Craig, I'm, hey, so, uh, Craig Mack. Yeah, my, my homeboys. Uh, got Return, James Return and John. Return of the Mac. Yeah, Return of, oh, Return of the Mac. Oh, is Return of the Mac, like, on a serious note, that's one of the greatest songs ever. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's, and, it's Adam L's theme song yeah. for his show. <laughs> <laughs> Return of the Mac, that's hot. <laughs> like, like. That shit was so lame when it first came out, Mark Mark Madison. But people, it people has slip, last slipped on. Like yes. it's, it's, it's almost three decades yes. now. Yes, damn near three decades, yes. and it, it still hits in the yes. in the clubs. They yes. mix that shit in. So there should be a way your boys could merge a call together. Okay, could you uh, uh, could Tell you guys me. merge a call together if y'all can hear me and then um, call the radio line? Yes, one of you call the other one, and then you three way the la- the radio line, and then we'll all be on at the same time. I got my brothers from James Henry in yeah. the motherfucking What's house. What's going on? My Creole motherfuckers coming in here. Hey. <laughs> hey. I, I can read you those. He's like, on this show, ain't no fucking Creole. He's Asian. On this show, you can say whatever the fuck you want. You can cuss. Oh, you yeah. can do whatever. But hey. if you want yeah. us to hear you, no, you got to call no, in. No, these brothers, Definitely. These brothers got an incredible uh, line, vape line, uh, expanded into different products, all doctor-derived. Uh, um, uh, uh, two brothers... Uh, coming Oakland by way of New Orleans, and uh, um, we got my man James Victor. Uh, um, he is actually. Uh, um, um, are y'all both Haitian, or just you? I don't know if they can hear I'm you. Calling. I'm, I'm calling. You got call in. Call into the. You call into the line. You call. In. All right. Show him okay. the number in case he doesn't have it. Yeah, he, I, I sent it. I sent it. All right, for sure. Um. Nah, extremely intelligent brothers. They just got that. They they got a fifty grand. We can talk about that too. Uh, from Ease, um, social equity. Okay. Um, high class brothers. They do stuff. Um, before the t- pandemic, we were talking about doing a high end uh, um, uh, black opulence party. Um, with uh, he does fine art, and um. I was an art major too. I had two pieces, uh, two pieces in the MCA in Chicago. He's got some incredible work. He did the artwork for all the cannabis shit, and um, 
Yo, they're doing some dope, 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 dope things right now. Um, yeah, hailing out of Oakland. And as soon as they dial in, we got to get the brothers from James uh, James Hammer. We got uh, John Austin and James Victor. Okay. Um, yeah, two dope-ass cats. Um, young, too. Right. I think they're low, uh, young 30s as well. And uh, up in doing o- dope up shit. In Oakland. Oaktown, man. How you feel about Oakland, man? I like Oakland. Oakland's a good city. Like, yeah. like, like I said, I remembered going to Oaksterdam mm-hmm. in the early 2000s when it was first going on. They let they let most of the places you were allowed to just buy your weed, mm-hmm. kick it, and smoke, and everyone can hang out and shit. I remember going to one of the most famous places at the time. And you go into this place and you go down the stairs and you'd be in this wild area where you can hang out. And literally was a place that for me, before it was open for many, many years, almost like 30, 40 years, it was where the Black Panthers used to go and meet. Cool. Wow. It was like one of the coolest fucking places. That's what's they, up. Said, they said they're on. Um, they're on the three-way right they, now. They just got a call. Did but they call? They got a call. Yeah, they didn't call the board. We didn't hear. I, I don't know. It's, it didn't dial in. Seven four seven two four two, one 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 two. He said uh, James is on the three way right now. How? Uh, no one's calling me. No, we don't see it. Mm. They got a call. In they the got, meantime, they got a mm. no, they got a call here, but That's, we didn't want to really announce that to every single person. So off we'll to we can edit that out. That out. Like, yeah, we were at. Uh, let me see the time on here. They just got a call. Make it the, easy. They just got a call. The number. They didn't call it though. So they're on a three-way, but we're, how, how oh, they're not calling? You can get it. We about to edit. No, you can get that one right there. Yeah, we edit. Yeah. This will mark right before I did that. Yeah. You're going to be able to mark it. Yeah, all they got to do is just call like the other he's, guys. He's they're calling right now. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're on, we're on break. Gotta yeah. break it down. Break it down. Break it down, break it down, break it down. You need more while we're on break? Yeah, another little sip. So we don't have a hot mic. Why don't you just send me your boy's number? Hand, right. hand it hand to no, me and I'll call, I'll call him. I'm on because uh, I've been blasting through the show today. All right, you want to give me the number? Yeah. Oh, Eight, here we go. 845. Here we go. You got him? Hey, what's up, guys? You got him? Hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to merge John in right now uh, on three. Hold on one sec. Word. All right, perfect. Word. John, you there? I am. Nice. Awesome. Y'all should, y'all should get on, on the team. Y'all, you guys yeah. there? Yeah, y'all should get on the Zoom for the video, though, so we can have you on there. Get on Zoom for the video? Yeah. Okay, got you covered. All right, all right. Appreciate it, brother. 
And now I'm gonna get it. Now I'm jumping on Zoom. Where? And, and then just switch them on the screeny for our future video editing. Yeah. So, do you want um, the full screen with everybody talking, or do you want it to go to the speaker, whoever's Whoever speaking. speaking? Excellent. Yeah. All yeah. right. As soon as they come back on here, I'll be able oh, to Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yes, indeed. We got Drew Money in the house. That's his new name, Drew Money. Drew Money. <laughs> All right. Stack bundles. <laughs> I hope so. Um, no, I love Oakland, man. Like, Oakland is... But then it changed. Then they wouldn't let you smoke in it. And then they change it back, and over the years, it all got kind of fucked up. Now in the clubs, now, yeah. Now Oakland is a lot easier. Yeah, right. And you can smoke. Can you smoke in them? And some of them that they, they have don't social. Say they don't say shit. They'll, yeah, like uh, these brothers will be able to tell tell you better than me. But sure. uh, my experience over the the last few years, because I've been doing business up and down got better the coast. Like they let you do whatever in, sure. in Oakland. Like you can sure. just like walk, walk down the street smoking a joint like it's Yeah, like it was usually, yeah, it was usually super fucking liberal. Yeah. Always has been. So they call them That was up. the epicenter. Right. No, I, I, I love it up there because they got that action up there, man. Um, and uh, when I first came in, <laughs> when I first came into the, uh, to the industry on the legal side and everything, I was trying to like learn what's going on in Oakland, what's going on in, 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 in LA. Um, as far as people getting cannabis to people who look like us, and then also folks that were uh, um, um, black and brown entrepreneurs, uh, they're actually doing dope shit because I didn't have that in finance at all. Right, right. You know exactly. Um, what's happening, brothers? Are you on? What up? All right, Are so, you on? All right so so I think we lost you guys on the radio part. You guys got it. And then it went to yeah. the video. <laughs> there you go. There we go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Just there yeah, we go. There you go. Yes, you, you, can you, can yeah, you hear me? You, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we got you. Okay, good. We, we ready. So right, perfect. Awesome. Why don't you guys? What's going on? I think get, John is on the call as well too, so he can hear you. So why okay. don't you guys? Why don't you guys take a moment to uh, give a little shout out each about you know what you do in the cannabis industry and, uh, you know, maybe uh, actually what you did before that because that's always very interesting that we hear from people what they did before they chose to all of a sudden switch it up and get into this wonderful uh, herb that we uh, use for many different reasons. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, my name is James Victor. I'm one of the co-founders and CEO of James Henry SF. What we are is we are a responsible cannabis brand. Uh, what we do is we create opioid alternatives, and we create a lot of our formulations with medical doctors. Uh, how we basically got into the space? Um, actually, let me track back. So we got we have three IPs that's currently out in the market. Specifically, we started with oil, and we just launched our flower line as well as our pre-roll line. But we're focused more so not just necessarily on the THC content, but we're focused more so on like the flavonoids, terpenes. Uh, what we consider the true medicine of the planet. Sure. Um, okay. For cannabis, the interesting part is like I'm from New York. I'm a Brooklyn boy, Brooklyn born and raised native, <laughs> and uh, my entire family is, uh, is is Haitian born. So we've always used roots. We've always used herbs to heal ourselves, and only um, using roots and herbs. But the interesting part is we've never, my culture, we just never looked at cannabis as really as a medicinal thing 
at all. They still think of it as crack cocaine. Right. You know, uh, right. the interesting part, if you coming from the East Coast, the only thing you know is, you know, if you got that, if you just got that good smoke, the worse it smells, the better it's going to smoke, and that's it. Like, there is right. no medicinal education at all. We didn't know shit on, on the East Coast, Coast right? And, 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 but, <laughs> you know, but, so but let's... Thing, and I, what I found even crazier is just the fact that... And what year is that? Like that communication. What, what year is that? Again? What year are we talking about? How recent that you feel that there's still this unawareness going on? In terms of the education understanding that cannabis is a medicinal plant, I still think that lack of education is still prevalent today when we're talking about the East Coast. And I'm going to tell you why. You have to understand, like, yep. in the East Coast, they were still looking at things like mandatory sentences. They were still looking at you get caught with a joint and you could be looking up to three to seven years in prison. All my homeboys. So for, for people, yeah. You know, so for people to even process that this is a medicine, they can't even put that in their mindset because it's just like, dude, you're just you're blowing, you're just a pothead telling me that this medicine is so you can justify what you're doing, not realizing that you you know there, there, there's a systemic, and then when you start breaking down the systemic issue with why that is, you just sound like a conspiracy theory. So that, well, that's one of the things that we wanted to do with our brand was like really bridge that gap. Like, educate people, but also have people understand, like, look, this is literally a medicine. Like, we actually need this. The human body is producing this. We right. need it in order to fully function. Um, if, and overall, if, 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 hold on, hold on, hold, hold, hold that, hold that, hold that thought right there. Hold that thought right there. We got to introduce y'all first, man. Introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about James Henry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, John. Well, um, I myself am a, uh, I'm the Southerner and everything, as we talked about earlier and everything. And so from Louisiana, born and raised. And, um, you know, I, I, I was an ROTC guy in college and everything. Um, I tried cannabis in, in high school, kind of socially and everything like that. But at the time, you know, back in 2002, 2003 timeframe, you know, Louisiana was probably still getting like the donkey weed that was coming out of like an animal carcass from Mexico. So it wasn't necessarily the best quality stuff like what they had over nope. in California. And then, right. you know, lo and behold, I'm in college and I do an internship out here in the Bay Area at Lawrence Livermore as an engineer and everything. And, uh, you know, I, I spent the entire summer not smoking because of uh, fear from, you know, random drug testing from the military and everything. But Peer pressure got me before uh, I went back to college and everything in the summer of 2006. I mean, it was the best experience probably I'd, I'd ever had in my life. And right. uh, this is coming from somebody who in college, like I used to drink people up under the table. It was nothing to grab a bottle and just be like, <laughs> come on, let's go. Let me go ahead and put you out your misery. And, um, <laughs> I like you that. Know, events like that, as I went through my professional career, um, military, engineering, I flew for the Navy after college and everything. Um, proud HBCU graduate from Southern University in Baton Rouge. Got to give it up for those Jaguars. And, um, <laughs> you know, one of the most important things that I remember when I turned into more of a social connoisseur after my um, military career was that, you know, cannabis was helping me sleep better, was giving me a break from some of the PTSD anxiety and things like that that the military had caused. And, you know, the PTSD where people don't often talk about is just that there's a level of anxiety being a black man walking around America when you could just be running or walking outside and citizen or not, you know, police officer or not, somebody can roll up on you and shoot you and there's absolutely no justice for your death. I mean, I just, 
you minimize those types of things and, and you have that type of anxiety just to protect yourself and uh, your family. So that combined with military and with, you know, professional career kind of like woes and everything kind of led to this social um, discovery of cannabis for me. But in 2016, I had a breast cancer scare with my mother that absolutely led to the medicinal side and the medicinal knowledge and research that James and I have been doing over the past few years. And, you know, one of the things that I just want to say about James Henry is that when you look at the brand, the artwork um, has a message and a communication tool that James can talk more about. But the brand is done solely as a Black-owned brand that is commercialized and just well-suited to improve those negative stigmas just by the imaging and just by the messaging and education that we do in the brand alone. All right, as I got equity as a social equity operator. You know that's something unique, and that's something that we wanted to um, definitely capitalize on as being kind of like our differentiator in the market. I got a question for y'all: What separates your brand from any other brand, in your opinion? I will say that it's us, but James might have a different take on that. Okay, let's, let's, <laughs> let, let, no, let's hear let's hear both of y'all opinion. One of the one of the things that differentiate us from other brands, I'll say, is the fact that uh, one, we are focused specifically on the cannabinoid overall as a whole plant in general. Um, not just that, but we also are educating like our communities, not just to understand the human physiology as well as how it interacts with cannabis. Not just from a perspective of like, okay, look, I'm trying to get lit lit, which is true too. But there's a whole other segment that we're leaving behind and we're not having that conversation. And I'm not going to wait for a company that comes around that does not look like me to teach me that information when we've had this access to the plant for the longest periods of time. So the one thing that we wanted to do that was definitely different uh, than um, other brands is really root ourselves in the medical, root ourselves in the science and also culture. You know, so we wanted to find a way to, 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 to attach culture, legacy, as well as medical and science and bring them into one force, you know, and nine out of ten times people feel like they all have to be separated, but they really don't. Now, what is There's a way what? to commercialize it and market it in such a way where everyone can receive the message at what, the end of the day. What does legacy mean to and you guys? Just, and that's just as a brand. I can say, like, as a company and everything, man, um, and as a black-owned company, we have rooted in our ethos uh, basically a system where we want to contribute to black and brown um, professionals in the space throughout our supply chain. So when we procure from farms uh, flour products and when we procure oil products and so forth, anything that we're using in our supply chain for our product, our procurement doctrine is that um, our procurement doctrine is that we absolutely um, source from black and brown cultivators first, women-owned cultivators first, um, and then we go for our allies and our partners out there that are helping um, other black and brown uh, businesses in the industry as well. And then the other thing that we do on the other side of that is that um, we are totally focused on making sure that the negative stigma around cannabis is combated by education as well as product. So for our product, we provide an easily identified system uh, for people to identify products to use throughout any portion of the day. And in doing that, we basically help consumers uh, avoid consuming indica products and thinking that they're going to go to work and have this productive day. If you're not like the worst. A, um, that's the you're worst. Not anger management or anxiety management and things like that, indica is absolutely going to make you kind of like sleepy and drowsy at work. Um, whereas for a high stress, high anxiety person, that product, that same product 
um, may optimize their workday by just helping them slow down their thoughts and just relaxing at work and getting through some of that. Well, you know, it's, um, so it, that's just it, something that we're doing in terms of like integrating that lifestyle and education concept into our products as well. Right, but but on top of all of that, y'all are just some cool ass brothers too. So, so, so it's not like, you know, I, you know. We, we paid Rico to say that. Hey. Hey, ain't nothing wrong your with Venmo that. Just, your Venmo just went cha-ching. No, but, no, but real talk. Love, man. No, 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 real, real talk. Um, no, it's, it's one thing to get it from, like, like no hate or anything uh, to anybody, period. But no hate to, like, like the, the, the real, like, classic scientific-looking motherfuckers, you know. Um, like, my good friend uh, Eni Afia from uh, um, uh, from Canasafe. He is the, uh, the the chief scientific officer over at Canasafe, but he's a more yeah. cerebral, you know, classic lab coat, um, um, a clean, you know, clean cut. He doesn't look like you know like street motherfuckers. Like uh, I would go like, like back in the day, but back before I was refined and everything. Uh, y'all look like some motherfuckers I'll go get into some shit with. You know, like like like, yeah. like, like brothers, I could, yeah, yeah, like brothers, we can, I, I could hang out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, like no, like brothers, I could hang out with, and, and you know, it's changing the face of it because, um, and not just like on some street shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, a shout out to y'all, everything y'all do. I love you guys. You. Got an Instagram, website, any kind of things uh, people want to hit you up and check out the brand? Absolutely. Yeah. It is up, jameshenrysf.com. James got social handles for y'all. Yes, so uh, James Henry SF. James Henry SF is what you'll find uh, on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Uh, in terms of if you just want to shoot us an email, you can go at info at jameshenrysf.com. Uh, you can also go check out our website, uh, which is jameshenrysf.com. So everything is... Now we're back to James Henry. Okay. Yeah, okay. we'll definitely have you guys. We got that fire, our products and everything. We got our retail partners online. And uh, if you're out there in L.A., check us out on a roll delivery, um, as well as jameshenrysf.com. Oh, you guys, you guys, you guys got to drop. We're in Woodland Hills. Come on, you guys got to drop a little package off, and then we'll have you yeah, on. We'll have you on live. I told you, I'll have you on live. We'll have you on live. Let's you go. actually come into the studio. You can see from the cameras. It's pretty cool in here. Yeah. So you got to come over and Defin- do, do a oh, live yeah. show. But Definitely drop a package oh, yeah. off. Yeah, Absolutely. We'll do a little product product. <laughs> we like product to critique. Review. Product we'll review. Product review. We know, you know I got you. Um, yeah, man. Pull up and flex whenever y'all want, man. Y'all know what it is. All oh, 100%. Love. We really appreciate the love. Always, always appreciate the love. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Thank you, guys. Hell yeah. And we gotta show you the art too, Rico. Don't forget the art. We gotta show you the art. Hit me up this week. This segment was sponsored by Vertical Companies. And um, Super Bad Ends will. Superbad Ink will conclude. Holla. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network.
Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.